the Hill Country Patriot. He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on the Hill Country Morning in the uh, great state of Texas. It's uh, Monday morning. It's the uh, Angela Smith Show with uh, special guest Matt Long. Good morning, Angela. You are one humble kind of guy. I'm telling you, what can I say? So, we um, great weekend this weekend. Some of us uh, members of the Tea Party traveled up to uh, Tyler, to be a part of the uh, grassroots uh, coalition celebration dinner. And some yep. of our friends, some of the people we know, got uh, awards for their grassroots activism. It's it, a great event, and I was sorry to have to miss it. I did have a very good reason to, but um, I, w- I spoke with Senator Bob Hall over the we- over the weekend, and he said he truly missed me. Oh, okay. There you go. Senator Hall yep. talking about Angela. Yeah, I had a good visit. We saw lots of our friends. Uh, uh, um, you know, we could drop names all day, but uh, it's just always good. It's like a family reunion. I remember going to the first one of these grassroots statewide events uh, eight years ago and sitting in the back of the room and feeling like a like a stranger. Sure you do, but once you get involved in the uh, grassroots and you start going to events, whether it's a rally to get you started or you get involved, uh, like going to the convention, state convention for Republicans as a delegate, you start becoming family, you yeah. know? So you get to an event like this and, wow, you be, you, you're you the one that gets an award. You know who's getting award. You know why they're getting awards. These oh, yeah. are the people you're not going to see on mainstream media. Right. But they are the ones that are making a difference in our state. Yes, and so uh, that was a whole lot of fun. And um, anyway, we have, let's get to our calendar. we got all kinds of stuff on the calendar. By the way, we're going to have a special guest coming on here in a few minutes, uh, Sheena Rodriguez. She's real worried about uh, getting in trouble. Uh, she has a... <laughs> She's uh she is um she is loud and proud and uh, we love them and we love Sheena Rodriguez and uh, she was uh, part of Latinos for Trump and yeah. now it's uh, Latinos for American America First. Uh, she's going to be our one of our special VIP guests at our fundraiser this Saturday, which and means if you're coming to Boots and Barbecue, you will get to meet her up close and personal. That's right. That is absolutely right. Now on Thursday night we um, on Thursday night we we um, we had um, we announced that we announced that um, we'd run out of tickets. I lost track of what I was. Well, saying. you were going to say that we were that sold out. Run, we were sold out. That's and, right. Thursday. And, and technically, Matt, we really are sold out. Okay. However, our um, event coordinator, you know. Every every time we do an event like this, last minute, somebody says, hey, I bought a table, but I can't fill it all up. Or, hey, I'm just not going to be there. Right. Um, please, you know, make sure you, you knew that. So, <clears throat> technically, we're sold out. Right now, if you're able to get tickets and you are, there are a few online that's due to some cancellations. So, 
that's how that's working right now. It, it's coming in. It's very fluid. I'll just say that. Yes, it is. Uh, it is. So we um, there are some tickets um, still available, like 10, but not that I think many. There were like ten. Left. So you would need to go right now yeah. and get them and uh, get it lined up. We had a great interview with Chad Prather on. Um, Ooh. Uh, yes, hot on uh, on Friday. That was real good, yeah. and uh, that's up on uh, Spotify. And so. Yeah, we're uh, we're that's definitely uh, we're really excited go find about that. that one. Go find that one. It was a good interview with Chad. It was very and, good. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, visiting with him on Saturday night. And so let's see what else is on your calendar. I'm kind of all over the place, folks, because I'm having to wrangle a couple of texts that actually are very important. Normally, <laughs> I ignore them during the show, but this one uh, happens to be very very important. So I'm a little bit uh, lost here. Let's look at the calendar. We have uh, not only Boots and Barbecue this Saturday, we have Saturday the 25th, March to the Border. In fact, I think Sheena's going to be able to tell us more about that. Good deal. Um, and that Good is deal. in McAllen. And then I also have an event here that I was asked to pass on from our friend Tina Pavelek, um down in uh, Atascosa. And they are having a Reagan Day dinner with uh, Lieutenant Colonel Allen West, uh, this is September 23rd. That must be a Thursday night. Yeah, it's a Thursday night down in Pleasanton at the Pleasanton Civic Center. And if you need information on that, uh, you can reach out to me or find the Atascosa County Republican Party County Executive Committee. So, wow. Atascosa. So, yeah, absolutely a mouthful. <laughs> So there you go, and um, what uh, we're going to give you a little bit of a Ben Franklin, and then we're going to take a break, and uh, we're going to come back with uh, Sheena on uh, with Sheena Rodriguez from uh, Latinos for uh, America, America First. First. Latinos for America yeah. First. All right, so here we go. Uh, Vice knows she uh, she's ugly, so puts on her mask. Who would have known Ben Franklin knew about masks? masks? He says, Vice knows she's ugly, so puts on her mask. I'm telling you, listen, if you're still walking around outside with a mask on these days, you, you better be really ugly. All right? I'm just telling you. Because um, there's no other reason than to pr protect us from your visage. All right, folks, y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. I'm much All right, I think I got all caught up with uh, important business, so I'm back here 100%. So, um, Angela, we got to know uh, an organization called Latinos for Trump, didn't we? Yes, we did. Were they Latinx for Trump? Or Latinx for Trump or Latinos? No, Latinos. Latinos for Trump. Sheena Rodriguez is on the line with me. Is it uh, Latinos for Trump or Latinx for Trump, Sheena? Definitely not Latinx. I don't even know what that is. I mean, that is just so <laughs> infuriating. Uh, you know, the Spanish language is, is a fluid language. It's a living language. And the very fact that they had to cancel out... <laughs> 
um, the very living language that 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 Spanish is is infuriating. I know it is. It's got to be. And uh, so anyway, uh, tell us about tell us about your how that organization started, and uh, now you are rebranded and have a new name. And uh, so tell us about your uh, how your organization got started, what uh, your rebranding and uh, where uh, what y'all are up to these days. Yes, so we are Latinos for Trump. You can visit latinotrumpcoalition.org uh, for information on that. And then we're also Latinos for America First, which is the PAC. Um, and they got busy back in, like, 2017. Um, I just recently started this year, earlier this year, volunteering with them. Um, but they were out there hard, particularly in the RGB area, um, trying to engage um, the, the Hispanic community get them involved at registering voters. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's so amazing to me because as a, you know, my family is Puerto Rican. My husband is a first generation Mexican American. Um, we are conservative by nature mm-hmm. and it really is. It really is just getting out there and, and trying to get that message across that the Democrat party does not own minority communities and so trying to get them in, in, engaged get them involved um, get them to realize that the democrat party is not what we used to believe that it is it's not for the people you know it, it's, it's not. not for us they surely don't represent us and our values so so this um so you've got so you've been doing some rallies you've been participating from within some rallies i think i heard about them uh, I think by the time the third rally came around, uh, that one was uh, one down in, uh, uh, not Pleasanton, but, uh, oh, for crying out oh, loud. Oh, that was in, uh, in Hondo. And yeah, yeah, there was Hondo, Pleasanton first, and then Hondo. Um, but yeah, we've had, you have brought, you guys have brought some amazing groups of people together, and uh, it's been really good. We're going to have uh, one of those rallies here in Kerrville. That's correct. Do yes, you, yes. Let's see. I'm, I'm not was, sure uh, on the date. Is it the 17th? Something like that. Uh, we t- I told people we were going to keep them up to date on that. But uh, tell us about the march to the border in McAllen. Yes. So, uh, and I will be there actually also in uh, in Kerrville as well. I know Kelly Perry is helping organize that, and I believe I'm one of the speakers there um, for that event, I think. Um, so, the one in McAllen, that, that is going to be huge. Um, that is being put on by Landon Starbuck and Natalie Denise. Landon uh, Starbuck is the wife of Robbie Starbuck. And, um, and, and we, Latinas for America First, and also um, Texans Against Illegal Immigration, we have come alongside to help sponsor this event. Um, it's it's going to be down there in, in McAllen on the 25th of this month. Um, and it's going to be raising awareness not only for the millions of illegals coming over right now, but the fo- the main focus is going to actually be on what's happening to the children. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sex trafficking is real. It's not a conspiracy theory. Right. You know, actually, as a matter of fact, here in Dallas, Dallas has now become number one. Yes. We took over the number one spot from Houston. Mm-hmm for sex trafficking and what is happening at the border is just amplifying that um, and, and just enriching the cartels even more. Um, you know, open borders, there's nothing humanitarian about it. 
and it should never be happening, and it most certainly should not be happening here on Texas soil. So we have the rally coming up, uh, the March to the Border. You can uh, find out more information at marchtotheborder.com. People can register there um, and get information for it. But we're going to be having a march, uh, I'm sorry, a a rally um, from 1 to 3, um, and then after that, we're going to be marching to the border, probably more than likely driving to the border, because if you're familiar with the McAllen area, it's, it's uh, you know, you just we're going to hop into our cars and, and go down to an undisclosed location at this time um, and form a human chain and stand there in solidarity and say, this is this has to stop. This has to stop um, and, and raise awareness. You know, the Biden regime just admitted, uh, Axios reported that they've lost one out of every three of these unaccompanied minors coming over, mm-hmm. they lost track of them. Wow. They just, they, they've completely fallen off um, off their radar. And, um, you know, we, we, we know what's, what's happening to these children, um, and it's, it's evil. It's evil. And somebody needs to stand up and be their voice. You know, we've uh, there's a couple of points I want to make. We we I think we need to stop using the term trafficking and just start using the term slavery, um, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, because this is what is going on. I saw some real interesting video this last week, Sheena, and you you're, you may be aware of it, but it was a video of what appeared to be a bunch of young men, like in their twenties. No wives, no nothing, just men, young men, all in their, they all appeared to be in their 20s, and each one kind of had a kid wrapped around them. And as you start looking at the videos, it really looks like these children are sedated. Yes, and that's what I saw. The, this, the, the, and it was a, a young man and just a child. No mothers, no aunts, no. Uh, it it was like uh, one after the other. One after is the what other. What I saw, Sheena. Do do we do do we believe this is legitimate, even for a heartbeat? No, not at all. As a matter of fact, uh, Anthony Aguero, who is uh, with Border Network News, and he's also with uh, Latinos for America First. Um, he's down there at the border all the time. I, I actually, um, I, I was with uh, him and Natalie. Um, down there at the banks of the Rio Grande and Del Rio, and and I saw it for myself in several areas across the border. Um, n- no, I mean th- 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 it's not real, and that's what's so infuriating is that you know the left and the Democrats they want to try and say, well, you know uh, um, the, the the poor migrants, the poor migrants, we need to they're just looking for a better life. No, they're being exploited. Those are yeah. our people. Those are Hispanics, and they're being exploited. And these there's nothing. I mean what. This is unprecedented. You know, immigration has always been an issue, and it's been a failure of both the Democrat and the Republican Party both. And now it's led to this point, which is unprecedented. It's never happened to this massive scale before. And and, and people need to realize, you know, they, they slap. It is, you said slavery. It's absolutely modern-day slavery. Um, and, and there's it's just infuriating that the left and the Democrats and, and also the Republicans that are silent, they're complacent, are, are silent on this issue of what's really going on. I saw that video that was Anthony's video, um, and, and, and it's just it's infuriating. It, it makes me sick to my stomach, and Texans need to stand up and say no more. No more. I mean, these are, these are not, listen, these are not single dads 
with a child. No. It's, no, 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 and, no. And, and that, it's just, and I guess does the DPS, does it doesn't seem like anybody who has a badge down there is using their brain on that. Is Right. It, it, what? Where, where, where's your, where, tell us a little bit about one of your experiences. I know you go to the border quite a bit, so you've seen things like this. Now, we do see complete family units coming over, right? I mean, isn't that, and I'm not trying to be tacky or anything, but that's kind of the, 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 the Hispanic population. I mean, the family's a big deal. You talk about where, uh, when you say Latinos are basically uh, uh, conservatives, they're also very, very family oriented, and so right. it is this. And I've seen complete families come across, but a single man with one child just doesn't fit that. Um, has Governor Abbott done anything for y'all down on the border? Do y'all see Governor uh, Abbott down there very often, or <laughs> you know? Um... It's, it's very interesting because when I started getting involved and God said, go, go see for yourself. Um, and that's how I really started going down, you know, to the border. Cause I'm actually from the DFW area. I'm in Tarrant County. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, everywhere that I went, um, I did not see any families at all until Del Rio, until I actually went uh, to the banks of Del Rio where, um, you know, I, I have my own little clips that I took because I was just, I was beside myself, um, you know, where, where the cartel had even separated the few family, true family units, um, you know, that they separate the men from the, the women and the children and send them over separately. And those are the ones that are lucky enough to come over, um, you know, and, 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 and it's, it's infuriating because everywhere else that I, that I went to from uh, Laredo to McAllen, what I saw with my own two eyes were all what you exactly what you said, young military aged men. Um, I, it, like I said, it wasn't until Del Rio that I saw a few family units. Um, but it, I was there in uh, the Del Rio Security Summit, Border Security Summit. Um, and I was there with uh, Raul Reyes was there, Frank Lopez Jr., Maria. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were all over there. And I, I remember I had some friends texting me saying, oh, you know, Abbott said he's going to finish the wall. He's going to finish. And I'm like, I'm, I'm here, right? Like, I'm, I'm sitting <laughs> yeah. there and I'm listening to this. <laughs> and, and I'm like, hold on, pump your brakes. Because right after that, there was a, uh, a, a private Q&A with Governor Abbott and some of the ranch owners uh, down there. And, and all of a sudden, finishing Trump's wall turned into, you know, a, a chain link fence. And I remember yeah. that there, there was one gentleman that stood up, one of the ranchers, and said, well, that's what we have now, and the cartel are cutting them, right? Mm, yeah. And Governor Abbott said, well, that's a good thing, because then, then we can, you know, prosecute them on trespassing charges. And, uh, I mean, we all just stood there in amazement, like, so no, I, I've, I've seen it, you know, the are the border patroller are doing what they can the dps you know i i'm always down there at the capitol and and you know the dps they they rotate right um yeah. some of them are being sent down to the border and they're they're, they're just as frustrated they they can't do anything they're they're there to help process 
Um, process and pick up trash. And the same thing with the National Guard that's down there. Um, there. There's a lot more things that can be done, and it's not being done. And so Texans Against Illegal Immigration, uh, we became uh, a subsidiary of uh, our work on the legislative aspect for Latinos for America First um, here in at our state capitol. And we've been pushing, you know, trying to get people involved, engaged. We, we have letters, uh, action items on our website, and we became, you know, a sister to Latinos for Trump, Latinos for America First, to demand, hold our state officials accountable and demand that, and Governor Abbott, and say, we know that we're, we're tired of talking. We're tired of talking points. We're tired of you tickling our ears and telling us what you think that we want to hear. We know that there's actually not anything being done, and it, we're, we're tired of it. Something needs to be done now. Mm. So there you go. So if you had, uh, if you had uh, 30 seconds with Governor Abbott right now, you got stuck on the elevator with him, what would you say? Um, well, first I'd have to remind myself that I'm a Christian woman. And <laughs> second of all, I, <laughs> I, I would have to demand and hold him accountable for what's happening to these children because every single time that, that, that the Republicans and that the Democrats play these political games, um, it, it is the people. It is Texans. It is, you know, the migrants, the illegals coming over that are that are being exploited. And we need to I would hold him accountable and, and ask him how he can sleep at night. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, Sheena, it's been great. We're real excited about having you. Uh, Angela, did you have any questions or comments? I have to just end? enjoyed listening to this because I am just disgusted with the the uh, Governor Abbott's response to this, and um, when you hear more of the stories, it just it just hits hits me in the gut that as Texans we don't have a leader who is addressing is, is attempting to address the issue with mm. real solutions. Sheena, thank you so much. We will see you Saturday. We're real excited about that, man. We're going to have a heck of a time Saturday night. Can't wait to see you down here in Kerrville, and uh, thank you for thank you for what you're doing, and uh, thank you for your engagement. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great day. We will. All right, folks. Uh, y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. Uh, I think we're going to talk about uh, this past Thursday night Texas Independence. Yes, let's do. All right, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. By the way, we post these programs up on uh, Spotify every day. I try to get them up on the same day. So if you missed a show or you want to pass it on to someone, tell them to go to Spotify and search for The Matt Long Show. All right, I'm going to read a quote out of a, a document that hopefully you will know where it's uh, coming from uh, when I start re uh, reading it. Um, prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, invents a design to reduce them under absolute depotism, 
It is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. That is right in our Declaration of Independence. We had uh, Mr. Miller, what's his first name? Daniel. Daniel, Daniel Miller. Miller mm-hmm. with Texas Nationalist Movement. Yes. Come and speak to the Fredericksburg Tea Party on Thursday night. And um, I'll, I've, been, I've said this a bajillion times, but for many years I kept the Texas National Movement at arm's length because I still had faith in the Union, and I couldn't see the, the idea of Texas splitting away was just, it just didn't fit in my brain. How long, when, when did, Angela, when did you, have you come around to the possibility of a nationalist, uh, uh, free and independent uh, country of Texas? Yes. Yes, I have. Um, and I, I kind of like you. I think you were a little, uh, I think I was a little further along than you were at the time. However, um, I still just had that hope, if you will, that we really, if we could get enough people involved, we'd turn the Titanic. Right. That's how I felt about it. Yeah, I knew I was on the Titanic. It was going to have to turn the Titanic, but I felt like with enough soldiers on there, we'd turn the Titanic around and miss the and just miss the uh, iceberg altogether. Yeah. But as we've seen, we're not even a year into this administration and I Have we hit the iceberg? Believe we probably have we probably have hit the iceberg yeah. now i hate to say that out loud yeah. because that a lot of times that takes hope away from people which makes them complacent mm-hmm. and we don't get all those people you know working but that that all that all this all i'm reason why i'm saying that is well what's the solution right that's where we go next uh, yes you have to be you have to be intellectually honest about the situation and then just go okay well what's the solution how do we fix this yeah. i mean we're looking at gov- we're looking at federal overreach the likes of we have never yes. ever seen before and if you thought last thursday's news was fr- uh, from the president was um enough to scare you he's coming out with more mandates this week right um, i'm not sure what he's gonna do but I would not be surprised. I would not be shocked if there was some kind of ban on interstate travel unless you were vaccinated. I wouldn't be shocked by anything. I, I, my son has traveled to Florida, got there this morning at 6 o'clock. I said, I really need to have a phone number and a location just in case. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? And he's he's aware. He, was, right. he wasn't really sure where I was coming from. And I said, well, with the way things are. We just need to be staying in a little closer contact than normal because we're a pretty independent bunch. So Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I read that from the Declaration of Independence because as silly as it sounds, I have had people over the last couple of years when we bring up the uh, Texas nationalist movement say, well, that's not legal. That's unconstitutional. <laughs> I've, I've heard that. And I've and I've had to go. It's been, you know, you have to be polite and you have to say, well, let me explain something to you. First of all, if the government who's telling you that it's illegal is abusing you, <laughs> of course they're going to tell you it's of course illegal. That's what they're going to say. It's like, oh, you can't break away. But it, even in our Declaration of Independence, and it even talks about history in the Declaration of Independence, and it says 
prudence. And, and what does prudence mean? That means uh, being wise. Yes. Being wise, that's maybe another word for prudence. It says that governments long established, you should not change them for light and transient causes. So if you get mad at the government because they're, I don't know, taxing cigarettes, do you break away and create a new country over something like that? Not necessarily, because you can go back to let's get enough people together right, and say no to that and, and work through what may be your process. Right. You can do that. You can do that. And so it says right here that we, we don't just toss it out for light and transient causes. Is the this shutting down of, of interstate travel possibly, possibly, not allowing me to fly to Hawaii in November without Look, getting a shot? They've already crossed my line in the sand. Just okay. discussing mandated vaccinations, shots, jabs. Into yeah. my personal property, Mm-mm. that that's enough for me right there. That's no longer I don't light need to talk, and transient. I, I, my line, my line doesn't just keep moving because I've kind of gotten used to the the bad last Thursday. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The line is already is back there, and they crossed it. You know, we talked Boom. about this a couple of weeks ago. I think I spent almost three or four days on it. That you need to decide where your line yes, is going you to do. be. Yes, ahead of do. time ahead of time and this has not been easy in my house and um, because my wife now is in a situation where if the feds continue the way they're going she might have to make that choice sure between a job and a jab yep listen this is the deal i've said it about covid i said you need to make plans in case you get sick Go there ahead. Go. Talk to your doctor. I, I told my whole family long months, a year ago, I said, call our doctors up. Just ask them what they're going to do about this. Make some plans. Don't wait till you're sick because that's when you're going to be stressed out. And now you're going to be trying to make decisions. Yeah. This is the same thing, Matt. It is. You need to be making plans right now. What if I were to lose my job? Right. What would that look like? What are my options? Do it now before it happens and you're just stressed out and you cannot think straight. Listen, I, I think these mandates uh, coming from the federal government, and this is just my guess, all right, just my guess. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to take some time for the wheels to actually get rolling to the point where your boss says, all right, tomorrow's the deadline, next week's the deadline. Yes, that's what's going to happen. This is what happens when things are going good. It's usually a slow, nice uh, uh, curve. Right. When they start going bad, they just go off the cliff. Right. And you're not, you thought when they start going bad, it'll just take another, it'll be kind of like a nice little slow roller coaster. Right. Just like a little slow down and you'll, you'll be, you'll be we'll able get back to, to fine. Yes. And it'll kind of go back up again. That's not what I don't think is going to happen. If it hasn't already happened, it's going to go off the cliff and it's going to be overnight. Yeah. That's what you need to be ready for. And you need to be prepared for that. And um, I'm I want trying to, go- to scare you, but no, scare it, you. it's it's true. It's true. <laughs> we, are, we are at a real crossroads. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're, we're certainly at a crossroads. I want to go back to the Declaration of Independence because all of this is so important to me. This is all going back to should Texas become its own country? 
you know, it's uh, in according all accordingly all experience hath shown has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. Now, what that little segment says is it is easier for us to ride along and shrug off little changes, right? Yes. And that's what people have been. I think it's what people have been doing for the last year and a half. And I've heard people say, oh, it's not that big a deal. Just put the mask on. Yes, that was that's exactly what they've said. And and so in a sense there were some people who were saying, Look, this this is evil, but it's sufferable and so we're gonna go along with it and we're gonna go yes. along with the next step. That's human nature. All right. That is absolutely human nature that we take those little steps, those little pushes, and we go along with them one little tiny step at a time until you st- stop and you turn around and you don't even know where you've gotten to mm-hmm. much less where yeah. you came from yeah you didn't really recognize the trajectory that you were on and so i think part of the job that angela and i have and that the tea party and and many of the other patriot groups is we're we're trying to do the best i can we can to point out where this is so anti-american it goes so against the, the founding of this country, I mean, it's not just a little bit insufferable. This is massively going against the founding of this country. Yes. And this is becoming a long train of abuses. All yes. right? It yes. is. It's a long train of abuses, one, one right after another. And then at the end, the, the declaration says you end up at absolute depotism and then it says it's your right, and I love this, it's your right and their duty to mm-hmm. throw off mm-hmm. such government. So not only do you have a right, and that's a natural right, that doesn't need to even be written in law. Right, God-given. That is God-given, a natural right, that you have a right to associate yourself with the folks that you choose to associate yourself with. That is an absolute right. There's nothing legal or illegal about that. And so it says then in the declaration, it says not only is it a right, but it is your duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. That's what it's all about, future security. This is why you've got to throw it off. Yeah. Because at this point, do you think you have future security? Pretty questionable today. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think there are people who are saying that, um, uh, you know, well, they can't lock down interstate travel. The Supreme Court's already stepped in on that. Listen, they can do a lot of things. You know, there's my grandmother used to say, I would say, uh, Mama Mac, can I walk down to the, to the store? And she would say, I don't know, can you? Now, my grandmother was an English teacher. I, yeah, I'm sorry, I still use that on people today. But the difference is between may and can. That was always what mm-hmm. right. may I walk down to the store. All right. I was asking for permission to walk down to the store. And the other one is can I walk down to the store? Well, of course I can. You're able. You're my, I'm completely able sure. to walk down to the store. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to let you go down there. And so when we say, people say, well, the federal government can't do that. 
Yes, they can. Oh, they definitely. Can. They, they can. They are able. And But may they do that? And then in the case with my grandmother, if she said, you know, you may not walk down to the store, I knew better than to walk out the door because there was going to be a consequence for, to it. Of course there was. Big time consequence. In fact, to tell you the truth, I don't know what that consequence would have ever been because I never... Never did anything to uh, to uh, to go Test against that. my my mother's mother <laughs> against Mama Mac. Uh, she was a tough country girl. Up every morning, fixing breakfast for the ranch hands at the crack of dawn, listening to the uh, ag report on the AM radio in the kitchen. She Man, can knock you into the next county, man. Oh, absolutely. There would be no doubt about it. So the difference between may and can. Yes, they can. They're doing it all over the place. May they? No, they may not. Who holds them accountable? We hold we them do. accountable. We All hold the power is inherent in us. And, and um, we have completely failed on our job. And uh, so that's why organizations like the Tea Party and We the People, Liberty in Action, and the Kerr County Patriots and all these other groups, uh, True Texas Projects, that's what these organizations are trying to get you engaged in the process. We're begging you. We're begging you at this point yes, in time. Yes, we really are. If, you're not, if you don't stand up now, when are you going to? Listen, I, if you're waiting for them to come take your guns, the way it's going now. They'll be at your doorstep next week. The way, yeah, and the way it's going now when they come for your guns, the way you've been given in to everything else, it'll be too late. When they come for your guns, it'll be too late. Yep. All right. And so if that's what you're waiting for, if you're one of those come and take it stickers on the back of your truck, truck, they already came and they already took, right? <laughs> they they have it. been here and they have gone and uh, your liberties have left the room mm -hmm. with them. Folks, uh, we're going a little bit over. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about what you can do in Fredericksburg oh, yeah. right here locally to protect yourself from higher taxes. You can do it. You don't have to travel. It's a few minutes away from your house. That's right. That's right. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. So, Angela, you got a note from uh, Jeanette, and uh, Jeanette is awesome. Yes. She takes care of our city. <laughs> Jeanette, is you, you can fight City Hall, and if you don't believe me that you can fight City Hall, ask Jeanette. That's right. And she's not fighting them alone. No, of she's course not. not. You now, can't. did she start alone? Yes, she did. Yeah. And some nights, some days I think she feels alone. <laughs> Right. Like we all do, right? But yeah, she is staying on this like a little pit bull. And uh, tomorrow, let's see, is it Wednesday, September 15th in Fredericksburg? Take note, Kerrville. This is how this goes. Uh, they are going to have a public tax hearing. And that is going to be at the fire training room at City Hall. This is kind of common. The fire training room, folks, is not very big. Because you know why? Because nobody ever shows, shows up. up. That's right. And they think that nobody's going to show up. Please show up at one twenty six West Main Street and blow their socks off. Literally, they have all these tables sitting around. I don't know. They can probably seat maybe. 
maybe 30. Yeah. Oh my gosh, y'all need to have, we need to have 100 people there for this public tax hearing that's going to go on Wednesday, September 15th. Now, what's going to happen is they're going to have a public hearing. This is state law, right? Am I correct mm-hmm. saying that, Matt? This mm-hmm. is just, they're just going through the motions right now. Right. If you don't show up and say, no, we do not want our taxes raised. Right. They're going to tell you, well, we're not raising your tax rate. No, our valuations are skyrocketing through the roof. You need to lower the tax rate and you need to cut the budget by 5%. We've been telling them that. We don't think they're listening, but you have another chance Wednesday night. If they don't see you, if you don't say anything on Monday, September 20th, that's when they will take a final vote on the budget. on the rate and the budget. Okay. Now, we have got a pretty darn good mayor in Mayor Keeney. He listens to the people, and I think because he's a local and he's he's salt of the earth, if you mm. will, he listens. He gets it. But we've got a really split, if you will. I'm not sure they're split, really, council members. We've got some hard left county uh, city council members, hard left. Yeah. Several. And, and, and we've got not some. Just, and by the way, not just the new one. No, not just not the just new one. The new no, one. no, no, and no, no. And I've been hearing that. That's no. it's not just the new one. No. Because if it was just the new one, we've got three other that would stand yes. up against You've the got, new one. Yeah, the three But other. they will not. No, that's exactly right. You've got two hard left and you've got two very progressive squishies that that just that go make up that the just, city council. Oh yeah. And then you've got your mayor. So um people need to call and email council members and Mayor Keeney as well. Yes, we want the tax rate lowered, and we want a budget that is that has five percent lowered. Yeah, so that Lower is the budget, simple. Five percent. They don't need fancy streetlights, folks. They don't need those. What they need is to be able to keep people in Fredericksburg who can work. All of the many small businesses who are struggling because they can't get any help. Listen. I praise the Lord that I'm not in small business in Fredericksburg and probably Kerrville too, because it will it will run you ragged when you're when you're running a twelve hour day every day. Oh yeah. Anyway, that's what we want to get out and there. And listen, Please. if you if you don't have anything, if you don't want to say anything, and I understand most people do not want to speak. We get that. We get that. It's we fine. get that. That's under that's understandable. Here's a little secret, though. If you come and listen and just sit in the back row a few times, we have learned that everybody oh, who said that uh, they don't want to speak publicly after they've sat through a yes. couple of good committee hearings, they're finally, you're, they're finally, it's like, all right, I'm saying something. I got something next, to say. I got something to say. If you live in the county and you don't live in the city, come out. Listen, I live five miles out of, out of the city limits. Everything that's going on in Fredericksburg is affecting me in one way or the other. Same thing in Kerr and Kerr and Kerrville. Mm-hmm. If you live in the county, you need to get to these city council meetings and know what's going on and support the voices that are there. Yes. Because every time if you're if you're one of those city council members and you look out and there's hundreds of people there, you don't know who lives in town or not. Right. You just know there's a lot of people there with angry looks on their face yeah exactly and you might need to listen to somebody so go 
be there, be in the room. Just yes. go, be in the room. Yes. You don't have to speak. Be in the room to show support. And I can tell you how important that is. I mean, we could go on ad nauseum the times that we have been down in the the bowels of the Capitol where mm-hmm. Angela has texted me and said, come down here now. It's not yeah, safe it's not, down here. Yeah, it doesn't feel too good. It <clears throat> doesn't feel good. I have stood up in front of uh, committees where I've been there all day, all night, and I'm ready to go home. And um, it, because there was someone there to support me, because there yes. was someone else there <laughs> that I recognize that knew me that quite frankly knew that if I cut out early there they yeah. would they, they there would be someone there that knew it yes that Matt abandoned his post after waiting 12 hours yes. uh, to testify and so that's uh, all kinds of good reasons for you to show up even if you're not going to speak even if you um you you don't want to speak you you don't know what to say just be there to support and uh, I want to re just want to stress again what Angela said. Even if you don't live in the city and you can't vote for these yahoos, you the they affect you. The city yes. affects you. This is not like living. I don't know. I guess it's really true anywhere. If uh, the your nearest large city, if you're in the mm-hmm. rural area, your nearest town, that's where you go to do everything. Yeah. So I mean, you go your shopping. That's where you your go to church. That's where you there. go. Your, yeah, your plumbers are there. Your electricians, those guys that kind of come out to your property and and provide services for you, they're all there. Yeah, just like seventy two degrees, who came and gave me a new heating and air conditioning system last go. week. See, so we need to go. We you need to go and support these people. Give us the the first one, and then we'll go to the second one Wednesday. Wednesday, September the fifteenth. That is at the at six p.m. Fire training room, City. Hall. That's right. downtown. A little different space than we norm- than normally have a city council meeting at. That's not the same place. Fire training room, city hall, and uh, that's West where Main the Street. that's where the fire department yes, is, that is on Main Street, yeah, so you're right? Prob- uh, right? Yes, across I believe from the you go courthouse mm-hmm. from the library upstairs is where okay. be. you'll you'll be able to follow the traffic that way. All right, and then uh, we're, we are we're out of time. There you go. When we get closer, we'll uh, tell you about that other one, folks. Yes. Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine and. Uh, We will see you tomorrow.